Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, February the 21st, 2021. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. Today's episode, we are talking about gyms and how they're coming back. And uh, I'm laughing as I kick off this podcast because I was about... 20 some minutes in and the batteries died on our zoom recorder which i was too stupid to uh to check to see how low they were after our last podcast with my man chris so this is round number two so hopefully i say smarter things than i said the first time but that is lost in the archives because i started to swear a lot um at the end of it as the audio (laughs) was cutting off so hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday and it's running much smoother than mine happens to be today. So we're going to touch on gyms and how they're coming back, but I'm going to do it in a kind of backwards way. Uh, but before I kick into that, uh, a reminder, this podcast is brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens. You guys already know it's the one thing I take every single day. I never miss it. If you were to only take one supplement, this would be the thing I would have you all pick up. If you're a person who struggles eating enough fruits and vegetables, meaning you're not eating probably 10 servings uh, per day, this is an easy way for you to cover the gaps in your nutrition and get all your micronutrients, your vitamins and minerals into your body at one time with one easy scoop. They literally send you a shaker bottle. You guys fill it about halfway up with water. One scoop of greens in there, slam it, and you're good to go. Now, let's be real. All of us have taken shots of Jägermeister, maybe Goldschlager, um, an Irish car bomb, maybe a mind eraser at the bar. We've all done that. That is way worse than taking a shot of Athletic Greens. It's the best tasting greens out there by far. That's why I take it every single day. And actually, I bring the travel packs with me everywhere I go. And right now, if you guys want to try Athletic Greens, we'll hook you up with a year supply of vitamin D3 and five free travel packs. It's pretty badass, right? And you already know how important vitamin D is because you've heard me talk about it a trillion times on here. That's why we had them hook you up with a year supply. So literally you don't have to buy vitamin D all year and you get your greens. How badass is that? Um, But if you're really on the fence and you've heard me talk about it forever and you're like, well, Jeremy, I'm really not sure if I want to invest in it, send me an email, shoot us a DM, go to the contact page. We literally will send you a free pack. Well, Monica will ship it, but I'll organize it for her. She'll send you a free pack of greens right to your front door. You can try it. I don't care what state, what country you live in. We will ship it to you for free. Try it, then get hooked up with the free uh, vitamin D for a year. Get your greens and the five free travel packs. All on me. Um, Who else is doing that? Nobody. No other podcast you listen to. Um, No one else is going to send it to you for free, but we will do that because I give a shit about you guys and I think it can help you. And being honest, like I can't eat 10 servings of greens a day. I would feel bloated, gross, disgusting. I'd probably fart 30 times. Heather would never want to have sex with me. It just seems like a miserable way to live life. So this is an easy fix for me. So if you guys want something that is going to help your immune system, your gut health, your digestion, uh, your brain function, Lord knows I need that. This is the thing that I would take. If you're taking 14 pills right now, you can throw that shit in the trash and you can get hooked up with this. So the site, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get all the free stuff or shoot me a message and we will hook you guys up. That is my gift to you. Now, what else do I got going on today? Now my brain is just off because this stupid batteries. Um, 
We do have a new uh, 30 for 30 fitness challenge coming out here. Uh, I do want to mention it. The link's in my Instagram bio. The site itself is jeremyscottfitness.com slash 30-30-challenge. Common sense, it's a 30-day program. Uh, 30 minutes a day, every day for all 30 days. There's 22 unique uh, face-melting workouts inside of there for you guys to dig into. Uh, I filmed this during the lockdown season of life uh, we were in here. And we were closed. The gym was closed here for like 110 days total, which sucked for sure. And uh, I just felt sad like every day. It's weird because I, I was making money. And I can't complain, right? Like, I'm making money. I'm fit. I got a smoking hot wife. I got an amazing dog. I got a pool in my backyard. Life should be great. But I wasn't seeing anybody in here. And I was just so sad every day. And the only thing that helped me was to be productive. Like, if I could just work for 13 hours a day nonstop. And even that, it just never felt like normal. I need people, right? And I'll get to that in a second. But I would call Sean and their camera team to come in and we'd film all this stuff. Like, so my brain is on hyperdrive. So instead of like, well, I can't watch the news. I don't want to be sad as shit all day. Let me just create these programs. And so from that, this 30 for 30 challenge was birthed and born. And so it took me probably a couple of weeks to write it. I was testing the workouts. They're amazing and terrible all at the same time. And then I had Sean come in here and we filmed the entire thing. I think like in one day, which was, um, I was just on a roll. And uh, in terms of a fitness program, it's the best just fitness content that we've ever put out. So if you like all the stuff we do on Instagram and YouTube and everywhere else, you're going to love this thing. Um, now, the 47 day is something different. It's it's more personal development based. We get really deep into a lot of different topics. That's not what this program is. Yes, we're going to talk about nutrition and food and we coach you through every step of the way inside the private Facebook group. But the fitness aspect of it, that's what I'm talking about. So if you're a beginner, it's like you're learning how to drive. And uh, you might be rough for you at first. If you're the intermediate to advanced person, we're going we're gonna to test you. We're going to find all the holes um, in your fitness game for sure. So anybody can do the program. You just need some dumbbells. And if you're at home, you guys will be fine. If you have a bench, obviously even better. But uh, yeah, we go over all the protocols, eccentric, uh, kincentric, static holds, uh, the AMRAMPs, uh, time intervals, loading with tempo, speed. I mean, we... It gets, it gets nasty up in there for sure. But uh, I'm very confident anybody can do it, but it'll challenge you. And uh, each week kind of has its own uh, protocol and it kind of builds on itself as we go through. And so you kind of graduate through the phases. And then obviously we finish off with uh, the last couple of days of just some, some gnarly stuff. So uh, if you guys are interested, um, you can hit me up for a podcast discount code. If I can save you a couple bucks, I'm happy to do so. Again, the link's in my IG bio, and the site is jeremyscottfitness.com slash 30-30-challenge. And uh, we're kicking off on March 8th, but I think we close registration on March the 6th because I want to get everybody into the group. So you got about 13 days from right now to register. We'll put it out on the newsletter. Again, if you guys are not on our newsletter, hit me up. We send out at least three emails a week every week. We've done that for 11 years. Um, some weeks we do five or six emails. It just depends on, you know, schedule, timing, and all that stuff. But if you're interested, uh, let's do it. And uh, we can rock out all the way through March into April together. And hopefully uh, the world's even more normal and fun at that point. So that's what I got going on here. And uh, let's try this podcast again. Um, I'm going to read through an email and touch on an article that my good friend Pat Rigsby had sent over in detail. And I thought it would be 
beneficial for all of you guys to hear since you're all kind of in the health and fitness space. If you are a, a fitness professional, you're a coach, uh, you're a gym owner, you're a trainer, or you want to be one, or you just like the health and fitness space, I think this will be uh, very relevant for you. Um, he shot this over a couple of days ago, and I thought about how I wanted to go about it. And I'm like, well, how do I want to talk about this? And I think this way makes the most sense. He um, sent this over. It's an article from Fast Company about what they think the future of fitness is going to look like. And now opinions are like armpits, right? Everybody's got them and they all stink, I guess. Is that the saying? Maybe not. Maybe I just made that up. But um, that's an opinion and we all have one. Obviously, this is my podcast. I have my own. Um, I try to give you guys, you know, things that are going to provide you value. And uh, I'm not trying to steer you one way or the other. I just I feel like I try to present information to you and you can draw the conclusions uh, from there. But the headline of this article is gyms aren't coming back. Here's how you'll work out in the future. And I'm not going to say the author's name. You guys can pull it up on your own if you want. And I'm not, I'm not bagging on them. This is their opinion of, of how they think fitness is going to play out in the future. And this is totally fine. Um, I don't take offense to it. Obviously, when I read an article like that, the initial thought that comes to my head is this is bullshit. Uh, like most things I see in the news. And am I biased? For sure you am. I own a brick and mortar facility. I bought a building and then I built a gym in it. Of course, I'm going to say gyms are going to be coming back and they're going to crush it. Um, but if I didn't think that, I would tell you guys the same thing. But I really believe there will always be a place for fitness facilities that are good, for coaches that are good, for communities that are positive and good, and for accountability and for caring, and for human connection and interaction. I don't think that will ever go away. I don't think ever. And if it does, it will be not in my lifetime. And if that's the case, then the Terminators have taken over, Skynet is one, and they're probably going to kill John Connor, and this whole shit has been over. Um, but I don't see that happening anytime in the near future. So, obviously, I'm biased. I own a gym. And Heather and I are actually going to do a podcast on why... Um, why I still own a gym. And I know for some of you listening, that might sound crazy and confusing, especially if you don't know um, our businesses and the models that we have set up here and, and what makes the most money. And, you know, so full disclaimer, I own a, a gym. I own a brick and mortar facility here. Um, I love it. It's like my man cave. It's the only place I actually get to hang up things on the wall because, if, you know, I go home. Um, I don't really exist. I have like, there's like two pictures of me, but it's basically just my wife's stuff. Um, and uh, I just live there. So this is my, this is my sanctuary, if you will. This is my church. But um, a lot of my friends in the fitness space and community question my sanity of why I still do this. And selfishly, it, obviously it does, it does make money. It's profitable. But if I was just trying to be the richest, you know, version of me, I wouldn't spend time doing this. I wouldn't spend as much time here, or in fact, I wouldn't even do it because um, it's more profitable to do other things in our space in terms of online uh, coaching, uh, the podcast, the digital platforms we do, all the affiliates, the sponsors, those things. Those things can outmake, outearn what the gym can earn easily because it, it's it's un, it's it's uh, we're unleashed on the internet, if you will. We can reach hundreds of thousands and millions of people. We're here in person. You can only 
work with so many if you want the quality to be high, which I do. I don't, I'm not going to fill the groups here with 80 people. I think that's dog shit, just my opinion. And I'm still going to work with people one-on-one if that's what they need, if it can fit my schedule and if they're cool and we can find a synergy. Does that make sense what I'm saying? So even with that said, I don't need gyms to exist to have a job and to make money. I do this because I like it. And I need the human connection on some level. Like even this morning, I'm tired. And I've been here in the building probably 100 hours, you know, for the week already. And it's a Sunday and it's getting late and I got to hurry up and get home or Heather's going to stab me. Um, But uh, I like it. I like the people. And so this morning I wake up and I'm tired. I'm like, man, we have the Sunday Advanced Metcon at 8 o'clock. Do I really want to do this shit? And partially it's because it's I'm soft and it's cold. And when I mean cold here, it's like darker and it's 50 degrees. Sorry for my people in the Midwest, but it's 50 and it's chilly for me uh, here now. And I'm like, I got to get there early. I got to set up, uh, you know, the workout for everybody and yada, yada, yada. And uh, by the time, you know, people are here and even before we start, like, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I can open it up for them to come and do this terrible workout with me. If they're going to show up, hey, I'm going to show up too. And I work harder when they're here. And not always. Like when I lift, I lift. And when I do some of the protocols here, I'll kill myself on my own. But it's not the same. And I love training alone. I train alone uh, six days a week and I love it. But I don't want to do that every day. And when I'm here with these guys, like if I'm skiing and, and Chris is skiing next to me, I'm going to ski a little bit harder. Because I can kind of feel his energy, right? Like, if Dennis is riding the bike, I can hear him ride the bike. I'm like, well, fuck, he's riding. I know he's riding it harder than me. I'm going to push it a little bit. Or if Jeff takes off running, I'm like, okay, he's 20 seconds ahead of me. It just, there's just, there's a competitiveness to it. But there's a community aspect to it. And we're, and when the workout is done, and they all, like, obviously secretly hate me because I created it, and then we all kind of hate the workout together, there's a, there's like a tribe, uh, like a tribalism in that there's a there's a a brotherhood uh in that like we all did this thing together like we've all earned each other's respect because we showed up and we did this thing where most people are laying on their ass and they're not going to show up here it's you build you build the relationships and the people who are here they're not just clients of ours they're our friends they're like our family basically like heather just went friday snowboarding with uh some friends of ours who's also a member here and her husband's also a member here They've been to our house. We've been to their house. They've played with our dog. I've played with their dog. Like, we travel together. Like, there's so much tied up in the fitness community that's so much more than just fitness. And that's a huge part of why I own a gym. I don't want to talk about that on this podcast. And that's why when I read articles like this of, you know, gyms aren't coming back, I believe it's horseshit. And I'm not saying that from the bias standpoint of I want it to be true, but I believe that they're going to be here. And I believe that the good ones are going to crush it a year from today. And I believe that the shitty ones, yeah, they're probably going to go away. Um, They probably should have anyway. And I think they would have died out. Um, This didn't cause that. This just accelerated it. Now, there's a lot of people who went out of business that shouldn't have. And I think that's fucking bullshit from some of these states and the governments and the regulations. But that's for a whole different episode altogether. But when I see something that has a headline of gyms aren't coming back, here's how you work out in the future. Um, I don't believe that to be true. So if you're a fitness professional, you're a coach, 
uh, you're somebody who wants to get into the industry or to the field and the profession and help people and you want to dedicate your life to service to make people healthier and happier and make the next generation better than this one in terms of you know helping humans understand you know that their health is the most important thing they have in this world there's going to be a space for you there's going to be a career for you will it look like it did 10 years ago no but no industry does technology and life and demand changes everything and it always will so while this headline is catchy and uh, it might sound intriguing it's complete bullshit and that's why again i don't want to get lost here off topic but that's why i don't watch the news because the news is just headlines it's just it's uh, it's clickbait it's uh that's why the panic porn stuff does really well you know if it bleeds it leads that's the saying and i don't know if that's ever going to change because people's brains are just kind of wired uh to search out this negative bullshit and i don't know what that's called i need to actually look it up but that's a real thing i'm not a fan of that and what i've learned in 2020 um having to to watch the news because obviously what was happening with you know local governments was affecting how we can operate our business here, which again, I'm not a fan of at all. Um, I've learned that people don't read uh, in detail. People look at a headline and then they make comments. They don't dig any deeper. Uh, But I tend to dig deeper and I try to see who is saying this. And even like if you look at how like the the pandemic and all those things and and how uh, we handle it, we take like a doctor and then we just take his word for it and we move. I'm like, if, if one doctor tells you something, I would always urge you to maybe get a second opinion and maybe even a third opinion and to look at things from all angles. Because I myself had a myriad of health problems 15 years ago and I would go to a doctor and he told me one thing that wasn't the be all end all. And I went to another one and another one and all of a sudden I find, one, hey, let's try this, Jeremy. Let's try this. This might be the answer. And I take all four suggestions and you can build something from there. But we don't do that because we're busy. We're humans. We've got 19 things going on. So when we see something, oh, well, that's what that's what this guy said and that's what I'm going to go with. Or that's what that article said and that's it. I don't believe that to be true. And I'm not trying to bag on these guys. Um, again, if you guys want to find the article, it's on Fast Company. It's, you know, gyms aren't coming back. Here's um, how you'll work out in the future. I'm sure this is this person's opinion and they believe it and it's fine but it's skewed and again i don't want to get off topic here crazy but that's why i don't watch the news because almost everybody has an agenda and they're trying to push something on you whether you realize it or not excuse me now on this podcast i push you guys to hopefully be healthier and happier and to be better people that's my agenda do we sell products on here sure products i use excuse me, if you want to buy them, great. If not, I don't give a shit. I'm going to survive either way. It's not this, the podcast and this business in my life and my finances is not indicative of me just selling you something. I don't have to. This podcast is for free. You don't ever have to buy anything, see anything, do anything, use anything, and it would still exist. A lot of these other people are pushing agendas on you that are so financially motivated. So if you want to find the truth about a lot of things, you just follow the money. And I say that to preface everything I'm going to say after this. In this article, it mentioned that 76% of people who tried working out at home, 66% preferred it. And there was a few other statistics that suggest that training in person is going to go away like a dinosaur. 
like training in person is going to be extinct is what they're leading you to believe if you read this. Kind of like I think a year ago, there was people saying like, well, you might never shake hands again. You got to be fucking kidding me. Like that's, I don't believe either of those things. I do shake my friend's hands now, by the way. I'm sorry if anybody judges me, but hey, it's just, it's the world I want to live in. I need to be connected to people. I, I really do, man. I've noticed it now, you know, probably more than ever. Um, I can make all the money in the world. I can be healthy. I can have a, you know, a smoking hot wife and I can have great friends and family and an amazing dog, but I need to see him. I need to touch him. I need to be around him. That's just me. And so as I'm going through this article, it would lead you to believe that like gyms are going to become non-existent. And when you go through the article, there's a lot of quotes in here from executives of businesses that have a vested financial interest in home gyms winning over places like a Jeremy Scott Fitness or like your favorite, you know, local place that has a great coach and a great community and the gym that you love to go to. It can even be a chain. I don't give a shit. You might love going to the Orange Theory or your CrossFit box or like you might love going to Equinox. Those places will not be extinct here in the near future. I think a lot of places are going to go. I think there's a lot of things that aren't going to exist, but they weren't going to exist anyway. This is just kind of sped that up, but the the need for a good coach and a good community and human connection, I believe that's going to exist. And you can play this back a year from now, and I could be completely wrong, and everything could be online, and you might only know me as a voice on a podcast and videos on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, but I don't think that's going to be the case. And so as I look at this, Who's writing the article, where are the stats coming from, and who is the input going to be, right? And that's what I think you should all do when you're looking at where you're getting your information from. So the writer, who appears to work from home and is accustomed to being at home more, obviously has this take, and that's where the article comes from. And they're also sharing these, what I would consider meaningless statistics, and I think a lot of stats can be manipulated, right? And that's, people like to throw those out there, and sometimes they mean a lot, and sometimes they mean a little. You have to have the context. So 76% of people we polled, like, work out at home, and they love working out at home. Well, there's only 14% of Americans who belong to a gym in 2019. Let me share that again. Only about 14% of Americans belong to a gym in 2019 altogether. So who are you polling, right? Like, I think we like to think, like, everybody works out at a gym in the first place. They don't. Um, the average American doesn't do anything. They don't exercise. They don't eat right. They don't give a shit. It also references in here that 59% of people don't plan to return to their gym. And I'm going to I'm gonna get to that as we go here. But I don't know. You pulled, what, 4,000 random people. And of those 4,000 people, 60% said they don't plan to return to their gym. What kind of gym did they go to? Where is the context here? That's why, again, I'm a fan of stats, but only in a certain way. Also in the same article, because they're trying to paint a picture here. That's what I'm getting at here. You can read something uh, that says milk will kill you. And then the next thing you can read says milk is going to, you know, make you into a unicorn and you'll look like Rambo in two weeks. Like that's what I'm driving at. You can read one thing that says this is the best thing ever. One thing says the worst ever in this particular piece. It's talking about the input and they're asking people who want gyms to fail in all reality, right? Like there's quotes from executives from Nordic Track, 
Peloton and Mirror. You're writing an article that says gyms aren't going to exist. Here's how people will work out in the future. And then you're asking for quotes from Nordic Track, Peloton, and the Mirror, as well as other digital platforms. <sighs> that, my friends, is like asking Democrats to say they expect Republicans to win. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, It's the wrong thing. It's like asking a Vikings fan if they think the Packers are the greatest football team ever. You know what I mean? Like, there's some conflicts here. There's even comparisons in this article. They're making uh, gyms to, like, arcades. They're basically comparing gyms to, like, Blockbuster. Like, oh, well, online fitness is going to completely take over, and in-person facilities are going to be the Blockbusters, and, you know, fitness is now Netflix only. I don't believe that. I, I've seen what's been going on in fitness for a long time. I do think the digital stuff, there's an awesome place for it. And it's going to keep rolling. And I'm going to touch on that in a second, but gyms are not going to be arcades. Uh, gyms are not going to be blockbusters. You guys, some will for sure. Like every industry, like it's always been forever, but not as a whole. The article ignores, there's a host of things that seem really obvious. If you ask a person like me, but I've lived in the fitness space for the better part of 15 years and I've been an athlete my whole life. So it would have made too much sense to get, I don't know, an opinion of somebody who actually lives in it. What I'll say is this home workouts without human connection and accountability are not new. Let me repeat that people working out at home without human connection and accountability is not new. This shit has been going on for decades. And I don't think it's successful. How many people have unused treadmills, ellipticals, bikes, and all sorts of fitness equipment laying around their house, just gathering dust or being, I don't know, clothes hangers, if you will? Thousands of people right now can raise their hand and say they're guilty of doing that. You can go to any yard sale in a normal year and you can see all that self-motivated home workout stuff isn't the answer because people are selling it. You can go on offer up. You can go anywhere. There was a time when you, you know, couldn't buy dumbbells here during uh, the pandemic because people were all going crazy because you know why? The gyms were closed. And I think if you give that another six months or a year, a lot of that stuff's going to come up for sale or you know what? It'll be collecting dust too because people will migrate back to the things that they really love and want to do. Now, some people love training at home. And for some people, it's the best option and it's the greatest answer. For a lot of people, it is not. It is the worst case scenario. There is people here who love what we do in person and they don't want to do our online stuff. They have zero interest in it. It's not for them. It's not who they are. They don't feel they're held accountable there. They're not motivated and they don't want to work out in their garage, their living room, or their backyard. They use their home to relax and to escape. They don't want to make it their gym. They've already had to make it their business for this year, they had to make it probably their kids' school. They don't want to make it the gym too. Now, some people love that. Personally, I don't work out at home. I don't like it. If I absolutely have to and do something, maybe I will, but I don't like doing it. I don't want to work out in my garage. I don't want to work out in my backyard. And I sure as hell I'm not going to do it in my living room. A lot of our programs, we create the new 30 for 31 
is meant for people to do at their home, wherever they're at. If that's what they're comfortable doing, they want to do, it's amazing. Again, I have this place. This is this is based like my home. If Heather ever like wants to kick me out, this is where I'll live. I'll just put a blow-up mattress here. I'm fine. I got a refrigerator, shower, TV. I'm set. The point is, is that it's not the answer for everybody. And you know why? Loneliness is a problem. Being isolated, being away from everybody all the time is a problem. I am a mutant terminator serial killer and i can be alone a lot of days of the week but not every day man and this is interesting too uh pat had sent over this he said did you know that japan has appointed a minister of loneliness which is crazy because it's a problem and i don't think we talk about it and excuse me i don't think we've talked about it enough especially during this last kind of year of life like there's a ton of statistics, right, that this article in particular doesn't talk about or mention. Like in terms of people, right, being stuck at home, away from friends and family and community in the gym. And not to get off topic, but for some people, the gym is the, the, the best part of their day. Not just the training here. And again, I like to train alone. I do most days of the week, but I do like training with people too, not just facilitating the workouts. Like, like on a Sunday, I like to be in the trenches. Like I'm in the dirt with these guys doing this terrible shit with them. So I know how much it sucks and we can all kind of enjoy the suck together. There's something to be said about that. Like I talked about earlier, there's, there's a relationship component to it. There's like a, it's like when you played uh, sports in high school or college, wherever you played at, you had this bond with these guys. You went to, you know, like battle with them on the court, on the field, like in the gym, on the mat, whatever it was. Like there's there's something to be said about that. The gym offers that. And uh, training at home in your living room, it doesn't offer that. I try to do the best we can with our people with the podcasts and videos and connecting and messaging them and, and holding them accountable. But it's never going to be the, as good as it is when you can see me here. It just can't be. There's something to be said about that. And what a a statement like that makes is like, here's how gyms will be in the future, only online and only digital. It fails to mention the increases in the past year of being isolated of the amount of stress, depression, and even suicide that's happened because you've taken all these things away from people. And all these things have increased. They have. We, we don't talk about it enough. We don't talk about how many people are super stressed and just kind of sad and lonely and depressed and isolated. And, you know, it, it does lead people to, you know, sometimes sadly taking their own life because they feel so disconnected from the world. And all that stuff has increased in the past year, despite all the streaming fitness and all the fitness equipment that can be sent to your house. So I know that can't be the answer. It isn't like I've put out more digital fitness content last year than we probably ever have between Instagram and YouTube. And we created even more new programs that will come out in the future to help people where they're at digitally. And I love doing it. I love meeting people from all different countries and all different states. And it's amazing. But people are social beings. They really are. And simply watching an instructor on a screen doesn't fill that void. It really doesn't. People are social beings, man. And just watching somebody on a screen while you ride a bike or on your phone or your computer, it's not the same as human connection. It just really isn't. And again, I do the best I can here. A lot of you only know me as a voice or a, a video face on Instagram. And obviously, 
I thought about this the other day, like how crazy the world is. It's like a matrix, right? Like I exist more on a digital platform than I do to people in person. I probably see a hundred people a week, maybe 150 people a week, give or take. I see thousands, thousands, thousands of people every single day, or they see me anyway, but it's not the same. It really isn't. And video instruction for home workouts, like it's not new. We, we've had access to this stuff forever. And that's where it always babbles me like, oh, well, now people will only do Zoom. First of all, Zoom workouts, not knocking anybody, no offense. Don't don't anybody send me a message and get blasted by this. Doing Zoom workouts is not online coaching. Doing Zoom workouts is not the answer to getting people fit in their house. I'm not against it. Um, but doing Zoom happy hours and doing like Microsoft Team uh, happy hours is not where people have the most fun. It's not where people make the most connections. There's a lot of things lost when you're not in person with people. There really is. And to think like, oh, well, now we can just watch fitness on a screen and we can do it at home. You guys, that is not new. I can almost promise you like your mom and your dad have some Richard Simmons or some Kathy Smith VHS tapes for you young kids. Ask them what VHS tapes are. And ask him who Richard Simmons is if you don't know. He's a G. Um, but he was doing that shit years ago. And Beachbody and Men's Health, these guys have been selling millions of programs annually for years. And they're great solutions for some. But they're not solutions for everybody. I'm not an at-home workout person. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm old school. You call it what you want it. But um, I would have a hard time if somebody came today and said, Hey, Jeremy, I'm going to give you... $10 million um, for your space. It'd be hard to sell it because I want to have a place to come to that's my own with, with my people to do the things I want to do and train here. I don't want to have to go find another community in another space. I like the one I have. And if they said, hey, all the gyms are going to go away, I want to keep one. And I don't want to build it at my house. I want to have a place I can go separate from that. But again, that's me. And that's what works. But I just think sometimes, well, we can always stream stuff now. I'm like, yeah, we've been able to stream fitness for a long time. We've been able to watch it on VHS tapes and DVDs and the internet. And it's a great answer for a lot of people, but not for everyone. Also, coaching versus access is completely different. And that's why I say having somebody stream you a Zoom workout is not coaching you. Anyone who's worked in fitness knows this. Access to just equipment or just content isn't the answer. Access to just equipment and just content is not the answer. If that was it, you could literally just watch our Instagram and YouTube and be super fit and healthy because we share we share everything for free. Not in a program format, not laid out, but like we have a free macro guide. If you guys want it, you can message me. We have a free uh, smoothie guide. If you want it, we have free workout protocols, free ab workouts, free total body work, you name it. We have so much free shit packed up in guides, uh, created in full uh, YouTube flows and playlists. I have a full playlist on YouTube with every mobility drill ever. And then I'll ask somebody here who comes in. It's a new person. Hey, you ever do foam rolling mobility? Nope. Don't even own a foam roller. Don't even know what you're talking about. Well, what do you mean? I put, I put out 80 videos on foam rolling. They don't see it because... Fitness doesn't work that way. Access, you guys, just to equipment or just to content 
isn't the answer. Most people who join health clubs in all reality don't even use their membership with any consistency. They set it and forget it, especially the cheap ones. They pay 20 bucks a month and they never do anything with it. If you're really trying to help someone, and this is for all my coaches out there, the trainers, the coaches, the business owners, the people who want to be in fitness, who work in fitness, who dabble in it, um, who want to do it as a career maybe someday to do some of the crazy stuff I do. If you really want to help someone, change their habits and change their behaviors, the coaching and the accountability are going to have more impact than anything else. I'm going to repeat that so you guys really grasp it. And this is for everybody who wants to make a major change in their life. If you're trying to help people change habits and behaviors, the coaching and the accountability is going to have more impact than anything else. And I believe that to be true. If I move down the list here, timing is everything. And that's what I want to touch on here um, before I let you go and where I see things going. Timing is everything in life. Um, You know, you can do the right thing at the wrong time, and then it kind of turns into like the wrong thing. Does that make sense? Where, obviously, we had Chris Hansen on the other day. Chris has bought, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of real estate and done tons of crazy shit. Um, Way bigger scale than I ever do. I'm not a money guy. I just like to do fitness and and have fun. Um, But I've made a lot of money in real estate myself, and it's just timing. You know, I'm not a genius. Uh, I didn't do anything, you know, special. I just bought at the right times. And buying real estate at the right time for me has, you know, made me a lot of money as a relatively young man. And, you know, the world melted in 07, 08. Uh, I bought my first condo on a foreclosure um, for pennies in the dollar, which allowed me to basically make, you know, kind of quadruple my investment, which allowed me to buy my home, which is obviously like tripled in price at this point, probably even four times, who knows, which allowed me to invest money, which allowed me to buy this building and so on. But it was all at the right timing. Now this building is actually worth double what I paid for it. Well, Jeremy, you're a financial genius when it comes to real estate. I'm not at all. I was just a dude who worked hard. He saved his money and at the right time I could buy the right thing. But if the, if I bought something in, it's just my life cycle happened to work out right. But if I bought something in 05, I would have lost my ass. And if I would have leveraged it up, it would have been everything. So timing is everything. And I'm not sharing this to, to make me sound like some genius because I'm not. My life cycle just happened. I ended up to graduate college at this time. Uh, the world melted down at this time. I had four bucks at this time. I could buy something for three bucks. And it just kind of seamlessly worked. For other people, the timing wasn't as amazing. Just like with the pandemic and with COVID stuff. If you just bought a restaurant and opened it, you know, uh, in March of last year, you probably didn't make it. And that's what I mean. And it might've been the greatest concept, the greatest idea, you had the greatest food, but the timing was off. And so timing is everything. In the short term, people aren't going to sprint back to the gym at the rate they once did. I can speak on this uh, even here, being now open for, when do we get to open up again? September, October, November, December, January, February. So we're about uh, six months or so. We're about six months into this uh experiment uh, in the in the new weird world with all the rules and, and stuff we have to do. And I can attest, um, people have not sprinted back at the rate they were coming to last uh, last January and last February for sure. 
But if you haven't noticed, people seem to be more comfortable with all the things that are going on than they were last April or May. Think about that for a second. It might not be the same as it was before yet, but people are much more comfortable doing stuff today than they were last April and May. That is why I feel like the good coaches, the good gyms, the good facilities aren't going anywhere. I have not seen anybody wearing rubber gloves at the grocery store or heard about anybody lately wiping down their Amazon packages, letting them sit in a room for a week prior to opening them. When I go to the grocery store, toilet paper isn't missing. Paper towels aren't missing. You can buy as much toilet paper and ass wipe as you want, man. You can go crazy. You can eat that shit if you want. The point is, again, I'm not bagging on anybody if, if, if that's what you were comfortable with doing last year, but when you know more, you know, you do better. Does that make sense? Over time, what people will feel comfortable with is going to evolve. And it's going to keep evolving. People want to leave their houses, if you haven't noticed. Like, I'm itching to go to, like, Hawaii. I'm itching for Heather and I to take a real trip. I'm itching to go to a baseball game with my best friend and sit there and sit right next to him, not wear a mask, and fucking pound McGoldens and drink beer and get a buzz and probably high-five the guys behind us who we don't even know. Like, I want to do that. Like, I'm itching to do that. I feel like once we get past this last phase here, you know, if you if you want to talk about, like, the roaring 20s of, you know, 1920, I feel in a lot of ways maybe twenty the 2020s uh, will be like that, the roaring 20s of the new uh, century, if you will. I just feel like when you can let people loose, man, they're going to go fucking loose. Like, I want to see my friends. I want to go play in the knob tourney with 35 dudes I grew up with and play basketball and high five and hang out and have beers with them and just trade stories and just, just talk shit, just do fun stuff. And I feel like as this evolves and keeps going, we feel more comfortable as more information comes out. And whether you want to, you know credit to masks and distancing and hand sanitizer and the vaccine and people actually, you know, eating healthier and, and taking vitamin D and, and their greens and doing the right shit. It's all good. I don't care how we get there, but we're going to fucking get there. Because if you looked at the, the stuff we were doing 10 months ago, we are not doing those same things today. We are evolving and shifting and moving and things are coming back to what I would like to say is, you know, normal life. And there's more I could say here, and I could go on all day, but um, I'm just not a fan of uh, agendas being pushed one way or another. And and I think again, I don't want to get lost on this, but at the end of the day, you kind of got to follow the money and uh, and follow you know what people are trying to do and what they want to do. And maybe they're they're pushing their own personal opinion and bias on things, and we all do that. It's it's human nature. Obviously, I own a gym. I want them to be. Uh, successful and awesome, but with the same note as I don't have to. I don't financially, for me to financially survive and live a life and, and, uh, and be happy and make money, I don't have to do this. I want to do it. I like the people, I like the community, and I feel like there's always going to be a place for that. So, I can say this to you. 
all my uh, fellow gym owners and coaches out there and people in the fitness community or people who want to go back to their gym and, and work with their friends and, and people and, you know, do the things we've always done, right? Like run a marathon again, do another uh, triathlon, do a Tough mutter, do a, a Spartan race, whatever it is, all those fun, dope things. I am 100% sure that gyms aren't permanently going anywhere. Just as I can say that restaurants aren't permanently going anywhere. Just like I can say salons and where you guys get your nails done. Those places are not going anywhere. I can 100% promise you in 2022 and 23 and 24 and 25, there will be really good gyms and fitness facilities you can go to. There will be really amazing restaurants you can go to. There will be great places where you can go get uh, a mani-pedi. There will be humans at sporting events, drinking beers, high-fiving strangers. That is going to happen sometime in the near future. It is not going away forever. In terms of fitness, I do believe the industry is changing. uh, But I believe that of every industry. I think technology changes a lot of things. I think a, a thing like a COVID shit changes a lot of stuff. I really do. I believe if you're in the health and fitness space that um, the hybrid will be a path forward for a lot of uh, communities and a lot of gyms. I think you have to have an online presence. I think you have to have a a delivery system to get people stuff where they're at. If they can't make it in to see you, you need to be doing dabbling in both. I don't know the percentage of how you want to split up your gym. You can base it off revenue. You can base it off demand. It, It all works. We have been on the internet here for over seven years with people. The last probably five, the online has drastically out-earned anything we could do uh, in person with people just because we can do so much with it. But I do love the community here. And there is people here, uh, full disclaimer, that some of them, they they can't come back yet. Maybe they don't feel comfortable. you know, maybe they're waiting for uh, the vaccines. Maybe they got their kids stuck at home because their kids don't do school some days. And some days they do do school because the school thing is a mess. And for all the parents out there, I feel for you. I don't even know how you've managed this. You all deserve some kind of award for that because it seems like a lot. Uh, some people, you know, their work schedule has changed and shifted. So they can't make it in here. We have people here who are still members of our in-person facility. But we just put them into our online coaching programs. And they do that instead of come in. And it's worked so far. So that's like the hybrid model. We've been doing the hybrid model here for seven years, seven or eight. And um, for a lot of gyms forward, that's going to be the path to go. And what I'll say is online coaching will grow for sure. And when I mean coaching, I don't mean Zoom calls. Um, I don't mean just streaming workouts. I mean coaching people, connecting with them, uh, emailing with them, answering their questions, sharing things with them. Uh, getting them stuff when they need it. That's what coaching is, actually helping them, holding them accountable and and helping them move forward and building a community online, just like you would build a community in person. Anything we do on the internet is only because we've done it here first. And we've been successful doing it here with with live human beings and then obviously just put it onto a digital platform. I also think online access to workouts um, is going to grow too, Um, whether that be Instagram, YouTube, Zoom, uh, personal sites, Facebook coaching groups, you name it. I think that will continue to grow. But um, if you're listening to me, that's not the only path forward. And that's not the only way to get there. What I can say is this. 
after all is said and done at the end of the day, and uh, regardless of how quick or slow we move through this, you know, last season of life here, which I, I believe we're getting there. When I drive, um, obviously I'm in Arizona, and some people think like, oh, Arizona is so irresponsible, or Florida is so irresponsible, or Texas or whatever. The end game is always going to be what's going on in all these places. We're going to go out and see people. We're going to do that. And uh, I'm not judging anybody who never wants to go to a restaurant, who never wants to go to a sporting event, who never wants to come to a gym again or a hotel. Respect. I'm, I'm nobody to judge. But I want to do all those things. I do. I, um, I, I feel sad if I was to live in a world where we would have to be socially disconnected forever. I'm just not a fan of that. And so whenever you feel this is done for you, whatever risk you're willing to take, wherever you go, and that's not up to me to decide. But what I can say to you is this. Um, once this is even further behind us, whether that be with uh, the vaccine stuff or herd immunity or you name it, I can promise you this. All this has done has shown how important it is to be connected to people through all platforms, whether it be in person or digitally. And after this, accountability in fitness is going to matter even more than it ever did. The things that made fitness coaches and communities great before are only magnified after this. Coaching is only going to matter more than it ever did after this. Overall wellness is only going to matter more than it ever has before. And the last thing, relationships will matter even more now than they ever did before. It doesn't erase that. Technology isn't going to change that. A pandemic isn't going to change that. It's only going to magnify that. So for all my health and fitness professionals, coaches, gym owners, people who own businesses and want to have great employees and a great uh, culture, listen to me when I say this. Accountability is going to matter more now than ever. Coaching is going to matter more than ever. Overall health and wellness and well-being will matter more than ever. And the relationships that you create with the people in your life will matter now more than they ever have. And that's why I believe that gyms are not going to go anywhere. The shitty ones, yes. Are they going to look different over time? For sure. They look different today than they did 15 years ago. I remember when we first started doing this business, every fourth Friday, I would do a mobility and foam rolling day. We just talked about this the other day with some of our diehard people who have been with me forever. When I first started doing this, every fourth Friday, I would do, they just come in, we do mobility and foam rolling for the entire session. No uh, aerobic work, no loading work, nothing but just mobility and like active rest and kind of recovery. And our groups would go from 20 people to four people because people were like, I don't need that shit. This is crazy. What kind of snake oil voodoo shit you sell me? Because you know what? 10 years ago, there was no foam rollers at the LA Fitness. 10 years ago, there was no foam rollers at the 24-Hour Fitness. And I'm not bagging on those guys. There's nothing wrong. They had 30 treadmills and no foam rollers. And they didn't value it. And nobody knew what the hell it was. And nobody was talking about it. And people looked at me like I was a fucking crazy person. And you know what? You go forward today, there's people here like, man, can we bring back Foam Roll Friday? Like, can we bring that back? Like, man, our bodies are sore, tight. We need this. The point I'm driving at is the things we did 10 years ago aren't the exact same things we're doing today. And 
sometimes when we say this, it, it, like the gyms will be different, this will be different. Not, not for worse, for better. All this did was show that the people that are good are valued and they're important and people need connection. They need interaction. They need great coaches. They need someone to rely on. They need relationships. They need someone to talk to and to listen and to help them push when they don't want to push. That's not changed during this. It's only been magnified to show. So the gyms that suck and the coaches that suck, they'll be gone. The ones that are good and want to help people, they'll be needed now more than ever. And are they going to sprint back to you in the next three days? No. The next three months, maybe not even that. But as we get into the summer, as we get into the fall, and as we head into the next year, and that sucks because it's a long time, and I've been over this shit for who knows how long. But I promise you, if you keep helping people and you just chug through it, it is going to be just like gangbusters do. When people can get let loose and feel comfortable being loose, they are going to. Because even 10 months ago, people were doing a lot of different things than they're doing today. And as each day and each week rolls on, we're getting closer and closer to people wanting to just get out and be with other humans again. I promise you that. So in my opinion, the gyms are not going anywhere. There's going to be a place for you and people are going to want a place to go to. Just like I believe in restaurants and where you get your haircut and where you get your hair and nails done and makeup and all the other stuff where we do, where we go get service from people, that will be there. So hopefully that made sense and hopefully all of my fitness people out there who are listening, this was helpful for you if you're feeling like in a weird space and you don't want to get into the profession or the industry or you're thinking about leaving because it's been a absolutely miserable um past year and you're still not through it yet um we're getting there for sure so if you care about people and you care about this craft and you want to help others it'll be there it's just not going to come as fast as you want but i promise if you keep pushing forward there's good work to be done and there's a lot of people to help and and sadly i feel after this there's even more people to help than ever before and people are going to need it and hopefully this has shown them that uh health matters more than damn near anything else on this planet. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that and hopefully it made sense. If you have any other questions for me or requests on the podcast, feel free to hit me up. I'm happy to record them if I can. Got a lot of fun people coming on here as we kind of move through this weird season of life and get back to get back to the fun stuff. But a reminder, if you guys want to check out Athletic Greens, the site athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott, we can get you a year supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. Or I can have Monica send you a pack right to your front door. That's how crazy we are. And then you can get the free stuff. So just shoot me an email or DM or fill out the contact page on the site. I'm happy to get that rocking. And again, a reminder, our 30 for 30 fitness challenge is kicking off here March the 8th. 30 days of fitness, 30 minutes a day is all we ask of you to rip your face off, to be healthier and happier as we head into uh, the warmer months here where we all want to look like rock stars. We can get back to the beach and doing the things we normally do and have fun with me for the month. So uh, if you're interested, we can hook you guys up with a small podcast discount code. And again, the site is jeremyscuffinness.com slash 30-30-challenge. And the link is also in my Instagram bio as well. So if you happen to be on Apple Podcasts right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Just drop me a five-star and leave a comment. I would appreciate it. And if you got a, a gym owner, a fitness coach, somebody who's in the fitness industry and space, please share this with them. I think it can help them, you know, hopefully not feel so weird and uh, and, and defeated 
hopefully you can help them feel optimistic that if they're willing to put in the work and be a great coach and help people, there is uh, there's a, a really rewarding career for them. And uh, there's a need for them in the near future here. I promise you that. So thank you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, appreciate you. And if you guys are not, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love, the people you enjoy, because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.